0: Hello everybody Uh, This is Eavesdropping at the Movies I'm Jose I'm Mike And we've just come from the Happy Time Murders With Melissa McCarthy
1: And some puppets
0: And some puppets (laughs) Mm. And the only pleasure to be had from this film Was watching Mike squirm And hate every moment of it and get angry about it. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) So can you tell us a little bit about what exactly made you so pissed off about this film?
1: (laughs) It is infantile, puerile, self-satisfied shit. I think this film sits alongside like Sausage Party, which was out a couple of years ago, although Sausage Party is better than this. But it's essentially this idea of of taking what is supposed to be a kid's film, so in that case, it was uh 3 d animated you know kind of talking items it was a talk it was, it was it was like talking groceries in a supermarket in um in sausage party, and in this it's basically muppets um and and making it vulgar and yes. swearing and this is not saying that we haven 't seen before i mean you can go back to like the south Park uh movie and and South Park as a cartoon it's like the whole you know when that came out in ninety eight ninety nine the um, the, it was hugely controversial because it was it was little animated kids swearing their heads off and talking yes. about all sorts of depraved things. Although if you go back and look at those first couple of seasons, now they're so tame yes. by
0: today's standards. It's kind of pretty much one of your favourite shows of all time, and it's one
1: of my favourite shows. Sad part, so and I, and I've been kind of trying to work around this in my head for the last <laughs> few <laughs> since I saw the movie. Um, so well, what what Happy Time Murders is is um. It is based on a world in which puppets are real, it, a little bit like sort of Who Framed Roger Rabbit had how, how the toons exist the toons, alongside yeah. um, real people, um, and they are discriminated against. Um, although it's really underdeveloped, but there's this, there's this basic idea of racism against yes. puppets.
0: It's stupid, um, but pretty much, you know, puppets are meant to be the black people of this world. Yeah, in the
1: film. Yeah, I mean, and that's not like. That's that. That's not putting it too crudely. That is, there are direct references to the idea of like the N word. Yes. Although it's, obviously it's not the N word, but that's it's but like call, calling people calling people calling puppets blue. Yes. As if that is like calling them the N word. Yes. Um. Uh. So. Uh, and the, and your main character Phil is a, a, a private investigator who used to be the only puppet cop, and he's he was kind of disgraced. Yes. And the and the suggestion was that he he was with his partner, who's played by Melissa McCarthy. Um, And she was being held at gunpoint uh, by a puppet. And he took the shot at the puppet and missed. Um, And the suggestion is that he missed deliberately because puppets don't kill puppets. And he's always denied this. Mm. That's why he got kicked off the force. That's why he's been kind of disgraced and he drinks now. (laughs) Um, And the film is, is a pretty sort of standard spoof of... PI type stories. It's got you know kind of noir, it's got the voiceover, the grisly voice, uh, it's got the, the the kind of glamorous woman who's under threat, who comes to him looking for help at the start and, and he's got his kind of he's got his backstory. Hmm. Um, it is uh, completely unfunny. Um, it is vulgar to the point of well, it, it, I tell you, I, I have been trying to work on this, right? I have been trying to think this through because when I think back to something like the South Park movie or Team America, which is by the same mm. guys, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, I mean, Team America is a direct point of reference because that's a puppet movie too. Um, although it's not, it's not, it's not the Muppets, which I think have like an extra level of sort of childhood cachet. These are Muppet type creatures in this, yes. as opposed to just puppets, which they were in, in Team America. But um, when I was kind of trying to think through, like. So, basically, you're taking puppets and making them puerile. Like, what's so funny about that? But I found Team America really funny. And I think, I think what Team America has over this is that that's not the end of the joke,
0: yeah.
1: right? There is satire in that film, and it's actually quite biting,
0: yeah. um,
1: even though it is pretty vulgar as well. Um, and in this, there is nothing else to the joke. No. That is where the joke ends. And it is like, it, it's like when you see kids... You know, it, like, when you're a kid and you have, like, you know, a Barbie and a Ken or whatever, and you make them fuck, you're just, like, you're holding them in your hands, and it's like, ha, 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 look, they're fucking... Like, that is... What what it is, is those people who made those jokes when they were kids have now found themselves in charge of a movie, <laughs> and they they and they've, there's no extra creativity. They're just doing that. Okay, but let's explore this further, because actually, I think part of what really pissed you off
0: is that, in fact, people did laugh.
1: Yeah, the audience was having a good time.
0: Which I think you... Um, Well, I didn't think that uh, uh, the audience liked the film. I think there were about five or six jokes that were so outré that they were very funny. So there's a joke which is basically somebody uncovers like uh, um, uh, um, a curtain in a porn place or in a whorehouse, you know, and instead of, you know, what you expect to see, it's kind of it's a masturbation scene, but it's a cow who's being milked. <laughs>
1: right. yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I thought that was very funny. It's a yeah. cow uh, on its back having yes. all its udders milked by an octopus. It's like and it's like this eight-handed masturbation scene. Yes, um, or slash milking scene, and it's done for a camera. And there's this thing about having to make my own porn now because internet's cutting into yeah, ourselves yeah, yeah. and this side and the other. Um, I laughed. Yeah, I mean, but I, it is
0: ver- it, it is very it's it's. It's very, it is very crude.
1: Oh, it's super crude. And I don't um, think that's like bad in and of itself. I didn't laugh at that. I, I mean, I did think... I was already kind of sick of the film at this point, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, first five minutes. It really was <laughs> the first five minutes. Um, yeah. and, and, there's, and there is a kind of, again, outre sort of sex scene later on, uh, which I had a certain amount of fun with. I mean, when, when he comes all over the place, there's a certain there's a certain charm in the way that the puppet is kind of so stiff and just being shaken around yes. and there is so much semen coming out of this. And it's actually very much like um, the uh, the vomit scene in Team America, which is the same sort of thing if you watch that. And it's the, the, it's not just that there is so much vomit coming out of the puppet, but that the puppet moves so stiffly. That's yeah. funny too. So there's, you know, but I don't it's know. limited.
0: The, I mean, there was something very depressing about this film, without a doubt. I mean... We've been talking about what is the worst film of the year and, you know, we've been revising downwards and I think this, this now gets my vote. <laughs> That's <laughs> an interesting <laughs> thought uh, For worst film of the year. Um, and it's, it is very depressing. And actually the thing that I found really depressing was, A, it's incompetent, <laughs> right? Like, you know, how you think, how did this film get made? And really the only answer to that question is because the director is Jim Henson's son. I can't you know, this is so unskilled it boggles the mind. Like nothing is set up properly, nothing looks good, you know, none of the sequences are well built. It's just like a kind of an amateur filmmaking, really. Mm. I mean obviously done with a big budget that permits kind of green screen and you know, so you can buy in the technical facilities. But actually, in terms of, like, telling a story or building up a joke or kind of setting it up and getting the pay... It's all wrong, really. Yeah,
1: it's unskilled comedy. It's unskilled comedy. And really lazy. And, like, it it mistakes swearing and vulgarity for actual jokes.
0: Yes. Um, So, so, So that pissed me off. And actually, one of the things I was very conscious about that I want to talk about is really Melissa McCarthy... You know, because, like, just a few years ago, I was arguing, I was I was getting angry at people because, you know, I was thinking, don't you understand kind of what she is and what she represents? And, you know, it's so astonishing, right, like, to have the top female box office star of the day. I think, you know, and I, I was just looking on... Apart Wiki. from Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Apart from Jennifer Lawrence. But I think there was a, a couple of years where, you know, she had films that were entirely built around her, which she carried entirely, and actually on the basis of her personality, right? Because I think the difference between her and Jennifer Lawrence is, you know, Jennifer Lawrence is a young and beautiful woman, right? And she's been put into, like, some great films, or maybe she just made better choices. Whereas Melissa McCarthy is a middle-aged comedian that made successes out of all of these films purely on the basis of, you know, her talent and her persona. Mm. And this made me angry because I thought what the fuck is she doing in this film like she's pissing away her stardom right like you know you can only take so many hits and this is this is like you know she's been doing very mediocre films which really it's only because of the of the love that audiences have for her that they've been turned into hits right
1: she hasn't yeah. been in a, in a good film at all really a lot of them are two handers and ensemble things mm. um, which I think helps but it's true that like her track record is one of making money Uh, Of movies, so so there's it's not just it's not an accident um, that she that her movies keep making money, but I think I I just I feel like I don't like her. I think she's really limited.
0: I love her, um, but you know, but I won't keep loving her if she continues to make shit films. And actually, I think kind of almost all of her latest have been so, and even her best haven't been great, right? so, you know, she did Identity Thief with Jason Bateman, which was a big hit. But, you know, I can barely remember anything about that film. <laughs> uh, and then she did the film with Sandra Bullock, The Heat, which, again, very enjoyable. Uh, even An even bigger hit than Identity Thief. But, you know, I can't even remember a line from that film. <laughs> uh, and kind of, you know, then she did The Boss and... Yeah, kind of. Um, uh, then they began to deteriorate, really.
1: I think uh, that's when they tried, started to try and make her start on her own and make her really the top billing. Yes. Like I say, the others, where, where she's paired up with someone...
0: It's better. They're probably yeah. a bit better. But. Um, so, but this is just... I mean, okay, Trash is bad, but actually I can really love Trash. But there is something about just sheer incompetence that makes me angry because it's it's bad trash. Well, it's not just, it's not just that it's, it's just, so, you know, I think in making entertainment or making art, you know, some, you can't guarantee that something will turn out good. Right. Mm. But you, you at least have talented people kind of giving it a go and doing their best. You don't even get a sense of that with this, mm. you know, like this is a level of incompetence that goes beyond that, really. Um, this is just kind of blagging and coasting. And, you know, I don't, I don't blame the director for blagging and coasting if he wants to make a film. But what I can't understand is what, what, what did Melissa McCarthy see in it? You know, well, how did
1: she get involved? According to Wikipedia, she saw between ten and seventeen million dollars. <laughs> but surely, I mean, you what know, would you do for ten to seventeen if that's million dollars? If
0: that's a quote, she can get it from various sources. Mm. You know, it's still a choice to choose this one. She could have made ten to seventeen out of doing something else. Yeah, you know. So, so I don't understand it. But, but, but you know, what I do understand is that you know she's an intriguing figure and an exceptional figure because. You know, she's 48 and, you know, she's a middle-aged woman who is an enormous box office star and it's not on the basis of her looks or her sexual desirability, right? It's the it's on the basis of a warmth that she exudes and an honesty that she exudes. Hmm. And this goes completely against that. You know, this is just crass
1: and vulgar and, and nasty. Although I, although I would say, like, what... What makes her, in particular, um, a figure that people like, I think is preserved in this film. She's not turned into... She, she, I don't think she's asked to do stuff that she wouldn't otherwise do. I mean, she's capable of crude humour. And, and I mean, that's actually... In, when you go back to Bridesmaids, that's kind of what people picked up no, on. No, but that crudity but,
0: comes out of an honesty.
1: Yeah, no, but I don't... I, I, I think that the, the crudity in this... Kind of slightly surrounds her. It's not like she's an innocent in it, and she's kind of part of it. But I don't feel like she's betraying who you, what you know of her in this film. It's just the film around her is such shit. Well, but the, but
0: you know, my question then is, why would you want to participate no. in such shit? Because actually, the shit not hitting you, or you know, or, or you not. Um, you are contributing to the shit just by being in it. Because yeah. actually without you, this film probably wouldn't have been made, right? So, you know, that you don't allow yourself to be like put on a bed and being milked, <laughs> you know, actually, you know, it doesn't mean that you're not kind of putting out this kind of shit into the world. Yeah. You know, so, so if I were her, I'd be careful. no it's true she wouldn't be the first kind of star to piss it all away in a couple of years yeah right think of somebody like Burt Reynolds you do too much shit
1: after a while and you lose it but let's also be honest the only reason that we're talking about this as you know in those terms is because it's doing really badly at the box office because I think a load of her other films have been crap as well but they've all done really well at the box office and that has kept her going I'm not sure I would agree with that
0: because you know the thing is that you know in the other films and I, rem- I you know there's they're not very good so i don't remember them very well but i think what she contributed was kind of an every woman kind of dilemma and warmth you know and kind of dealing with sexism at work and you know there were all kinds of things that kind of had to do with you know she ma- she made things funnier she made problems that real American women of a certain age uh, have, and she turned them into humor, and turned the situation back on the culture. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the films might not have been very good, but actually what she was doing, and the reason why she was a star, is because what she was doing was significant. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it was a kind of, a making, a, a kind of a turning a mirror onto a situation, and kind of critiquing it through jokes, yeah, through incurring yeah. laughter. This is, Contributing to everything that's wrong with American culture, you know, this is like kind of, this is a completely, this is a film of a
1: pornographic culture which wallows in it, and she's at the center of it. And I feel like a prude, really, saying that it's lowest common denominator, but unfortunately, that is really what it is. And like, like, um, I think that tr- I think they think it's audacious to try and like they do they they reenact the the Sharon Stone leg crossing yes. scene from Basic Instinct, really famous, um. And, and they, do it in, they do it with a puppet, so that makes it audacious and funny and something you can show in a yeah, movie. Yeah, but on the other hand, um,
0: it's more crude.
1: It's way more crude. You see an extended shot. Of yes. this, and then they also turn it into a plot twist. Yes. where the, the colour of the girl's pubic hair reveals that she is this certain character that means that she's the, the killer yeah. right and I think they think it's being hilarious to turn yeah. that into, into a plot twist it also what it really means is that they just show you the shot a second time you go know, oh, for fuck's sake yeah. this is it's kind s- of so crude and it, stupid
0: yes and actually I think I think it was interesting how angry you were at it because in fact it is very depressing <laughs> to see something like this it really puts you in a bad humour it kind of it calls on the worst of you mm. watching it, right? And it's a very unpleasant experience to watch.
1: And it and it, it definitely wasn't the film that most people have laughed at in, in a screening I've seen this year. I mean, Ant-Man mm. was definitely... People liked it more, and there are other films. But I'm not overestimating how much people are enjoying it. There were definitely people having a really good time in the cinema, and that just made me despair... It made me hurt inside. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Uh-huh. So, on that note... Uh, oh, it's awful. Uh, it's awful.
1: It is it is the very lowest of this kind of film that I've seen. And Sausage Party is a step up, but only the barest. Like, it does have a certain level of satirical and... Basic, but, but a certain level of intelligence behind it, really. Yes. It has a point to make, and it's, but it is still really vulgar and crude in, in the most pointless ways it's the first
0: puppet movie to make you feel
1: dirty and depressed <laughs> yeah I mean I know, but, uh, and actually I think Melissa McCarthy can't, op- can't act opposite puppets which is not like that's not like oh that would be career ending but I mean the absolute high point of this in cinema is Michael Caine in Muppet Christmas Carol no. like the pathos and the empathy the, and, and the, the way that he the way that he behaves opposite Kermit is amazing mm and this has none of that Melissa McCarthy is no Michael <laughs> Caine
0: <laughs> alright on that note kind of thank you very much for, for listening Jim
1: Henson must be rolling in his grave yes I mean it, it does say as you said earlier it says on Wikipedia that he green uh, he, he, he was part of the plan for this he, he knew it Like God knows what he thought it was back well, let me tell I can't you. imagine it wouldn't
0: have come out this way
1: I can't imagine that it would have been anything like this the film he was imagining
0: um, um, you know this, this. was this was truly kind of bottom of the barrel yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. stuff, and, and completely inept. Uh, I can't underline that enough. There isn't a shot worth looking at, uh, and actually, it was it was it was terrible. You know, so it's the first film which really put the fi- so so the filmmakers were obviously so unimpressed <laughs> with what they put in the screen. But at the end of the film, they show you the green screen, how they actually did the puppets in green screen, right, to kind of make you admire, if you didn't admire the film, at least you would admire the wizardry necessary to make it. Mm. And it was pathetic, because in these off-takes, you know, kind of whilst you did think, okay, you know, this was a lot more complicated to make than you thought, nonetheless, there wasn't a single laugh in it.
1: No, they're they're showing outtakes, and it is is honestly the first set of outtakes I've seen at the end of a film that didn't make me laugh once and normally they're great outtakes yes you know that's the whole point of them
0: yeah so um yes. you know the nadir of the year this far
1: <laughs> <But> <laughs> there, Honestly, there might be more <laughs> in, in that in that screening I genuinely felt like I was an alien like I didn't understand the people I was in that screening room with who were having a good time? Well, there
0: weren't that many, but enough
1: and- to make me feel like I had visited from a different planet. <laughs> and I was too glad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Horrible. Uh, Horrible. And to be honest, I resent you for making me sit. <laughs> uh, oh well. Uh, you know. Candy. I'm glad we saw the Equalizer too. You can't just see what you like because that's
0: better. Um, so uh, thank you very much for listening. We are on Facebook, iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, and Twitter. Well done. (laughs) Uh, 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 You'll find the podcast much more entertaining than the film.
1: If you take the initials of Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, and YouTube, it spells fisty.